find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. What's up, internets? This is your boy, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean Clark Griswold, and you are listening to another brand new episode of the award-winning, world-famous Behind the Baller podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Dust Brothers production for those of you who didn't know, and this is 100% professional podcasting. By the way, we are on fucking fire when it comes to our ratings. But yo, enough with the small talk. Let's get into this show. By the way, internets was a term that Combat Jack used to say, right? If you don't know who Combat Jack is, then, you know, go fuck yourself. But he is a legend in the game, was a legend, uh, one of the early podcasters, and uh, rest in peace. He was actually the first podcast that I ever did. Amazing dude. Big dude in hip-hop. Didn't even know we were tied together in a music deal, just randomly. And it was just fucking crazy. He didn't even fucking mention it to me. There's some people who just will never talk about their fucking accolades or anything. And just, just crazy. It just was mind blowing and good for those people. I just, that ain't me, <laughs> right? I talk my shit, but yo, is Mercury still in retrograde? Hmm. Like ever since that full moon a few days ago, shit's been getting real spooky on the internet. Okay. And I'm serious. Is the world going mad right and before we discuss some things like the obvious my boy michael rapport going hard against my homie kevin durant and going up you know this barstool sports shit coming in with the low blows and look i'm gonna speak you know i'm gonna give my two cents in a minute but yo your boy ktz aka k-town just picked up a brand new 2021 Dodge Hellcat Red Eye. Okay, now look, the Red Eye ain't a regular Hellcat, right? It ain't the same shit. It ain't Daytona. It's a different thing. Sorry to, to be like straight with you. I know it's a hood favorite and everything. The Hellcat's already like a big feat, but nah, the fucking Red Eye is definitely a different level, all right? If you got an SRT8, uh, you know, Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, it ain't a Trackhawk. You feel me? And this is that bit of a difference. But I think it's even more because that wide body kit, yo, this is a fucking beast. 800 horsepower of pure American Detroit muscle. Shit is a monster, right? And let me tell you something. I've owned a few American cars, okay? And this ain't like that 2007 SRT8 Charger that I once had. And I, I like that car a lot, but they've come a long way since then, okay? This ain't even like my 2020 Jeep Trackhawk, okay? This bitch is meaner than Christian Okoye on a blast play, okay? Right up the middle, mm, right in that mother, knocking that court, the motherfucking linebacker down, knocking motherfucking strong safety, free safety, touchdown, okay? The car was sitting at, of all places, the car was sitting at O'Gara Coach, Right, aka McLaren Rolls Royce of Beverly Hills. And I knew when I browsed on that page, I was like, yo, it was fucking super late at night. And I woke up early in the morning, hit the press. Yo, I know these guys have no idea what this car is. I'm sure they don't even care because the car is going for twenty, twenty five thousand over sticker. Okay. So I hit the store manager up, texted her at eight in the morning, was like, yo, listen, you need to hold that fucking car. Shit. I was actually signing um, my Kershaw cards with the, with the Beckett rep at my house, right? And a few people that day before I even got in tried to buy the car. So, you know, 
you got excellent credit, you ain't got to worry about that bullshit, you got a relationship with the dealer, they're going to deliver the car to my house. It'll take like 10 minutes to do some paperwork, but fuck that. Like I finished my autograph shit early, I was like, I don't want to wait no more, fuck, you know. I'm like, I'm about to go to fucking Beverly Hills and go pick up this car myself. So I went straight to that fucking uh, O'Gara coach, and uh, I pulled up, signed all the papers and shit, and then I got in a motherfucking Hellcat and took that bitch like a two-minute drive straight to the Ferrari dealer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I went straight to the Ferrari dealer to order my SF90 Spider, because um, as you guys know, uh, I sold my SF90 to a friend, actually, my boy JT, and uh, he actually lives in New Orleans. He's a balling-ass white boy. But anyways... um. I specced and ordered, put in my order legit, you know, put my money in everything. Um, SF90 Spider, which is going to go for even more money than my coupe did. So this motherfucker might hit for a million when it come out. Like, no joke. Like, this motherfucker might hit for an M for a ticket, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm, I'm probably going to be first delivery on that bitch. And in fact, I'm sorry, I am going to be first delivery, which means uh, I'm probably going to have this car January of 22, and I can't wait. Look, the SF90 Spider is a different beast than the SF90 Coupe, okay? The top comes off without any storage space worries, and it still has a clear engine bonnet. It's got all that shit. It actually looks better than the fucking Coupe, so it's just, I'm excited, right? Spec that bitch pretty much the same, except this time I didn't want to go cheap. I ordered a $30,000 carbon fiber wheels, right? Motherfuckers like, oh, why are you being cheap? I'm like, bro, $30,000, you could buy a fucking Fiat. You could buy a Corolla, right? You buy a fucking car with that that money for just the fucking wheels. But look, the previous years, you know, the previous years of exotics, 488, 458, even 360, whatever, they didn't have that clear bonnet, okay? All right? When you see a Lamborghini, you know, like a fucking, uh, the Aventador and stuff, you can't see, they, they, you know, that, that shit's blocked because when you get a convertible, you get a spider, it's like a different thing. It's like not the same. This shit has that full clear bonnet so you can see that lovely Italian masterpiece engine, right? And of course, I spec that bitch black, okay? I need that shit blacker than a Bible, all right? Need that bitch blacker than a church shoe, right? Um, so anyways, got in the car, left my boy, uh, Brandon and, and James, you know, Fry Beverly Hills, and I smashed up Coldwater Canyon, Right? Just having a good time, trying to, you know, figure out the car. Like, you know, it didn't have no sunroof. And I'm like, yo, I ain't had a car without a sunroof in a long time. Except for like an exotic car, right? It's different. There have been a couple uh, cars that didn't have no sunroof. But anyways, I realized I don't even use a sunroof that much. You know, I love having the panoramic roof, but I just don't use that shit. So anyways, I'm smashing up Coldwater Canyon. And I decided to make a right on Mulholland Drive. Go a different route. So I make a right on Mulholland Drive. And I made that red eye do what it do. Okay. I put that bitch in track mode, paddle shifted on, activated the red key. For those of you who don't own an SRT8 or a Hellcat or fucking all that shit, you probably don't know what the fuck that means. But maybe you need to research and find out what that does mean. Red key activated and man, this thing is funner than a motherfucker, bro. Like, yo, I don't know. Like, you know, I hit these corners and, and look, I couldn't have did this with the other cars. It's a lot more drive. There's a lot more power. You know, it's a different type of beast, you know, and just the fact that I can adjust, you know, the struts and all that type of shit and everything, right? And I'm not going to really do any mods on this car, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows if this car will even last longer than summer? But you know what? Who cares? Because it was fairly cheap. And to be honest, and I'm not being tone deaf, fuck you guys, right? I haven't owned an actual car, like a car that I drive for real, that was under 100000 in maybe 15 years, Okay. The Pacifica minivan doesn't count, all right? And I'm sorry, Jeff, my pot is. Um, anyways, uh, the wide-body kit is really what gets me. That motherfucker just looks so gangster. It just looks diesel, you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to, I'm not like, look, I'm in no rush to put an exhaust or a tune. Look, I'm actually, uh, I just bought some springs, so I got some H&R. I'm going to drop that bitch on the ground, get an alignment. I might, uh, no, I'm probably going to add a front spoiler. You know, I like the rear wing. Other than that, this bitch ready to go. Right, and uh, I might do some downpipes just because, and then if I have to tune something just to get the check engine light off, then cool. But I drove that bitch on the freeway yesterday, and uh, I didn't get to open it up like over 120. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, like 117, 120, just trying to get it like you know, gauge. It's only got a couple hundred miles on it, so um, I will do that when I get back from this uh, spring break RV vacation, 
And uh, yo, look, I'd like to say thank you to my girl Jen, at O'Gara Coach, the whole Gara team there. It's crazy. I think this is the 16th car that I've bought from O'Gara Coach, right? That's a lot of fucking cars, okay? It's probably three, four million dollars like I've spent at that fucking dealership. But I think since 2005, yeah, 16 cars. Might be 17, actually. It might be 17. And the crazy thing about it is in 2005, when I first walked into that dealership to get my Bentley GT, the fucking um, <laughs> dealership looks exactly the same, right? But the lady at the front desk, I won't even never forget this shit. I was what? In 2005, I was 32, right? This lady was probably younger than me. She's about my age, actually. You know what? She asked me if I was there to wash a car. Now, mind you, I was wearing a white tee, 2X tall, with some khaki dickies on. And I almost got that bitch fired, right? So anyways, when I picked up the car, you know, I'm waiting for some final paperwork. I decided to walk into, now it's just McLaren. Before it was uh, mostly Rolls-Royce Bentley there. So, you know, I walk into the McLaren dealership and I walk inside you know, they got a Bugatti Veyron, they got a 918, um, but on the on the right side, like, you know, we're like the Koenigsegg dealer, blah, blah, whatever it is. But in the McLaren dealer, they got a Senna, they got a 720 Spider, they got a Speedtail, they got a P1, all these cars over a million dollars, okay? Checking out the Speedtail, boom. Immediately, like, two different salesmen were like, hey, man, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I saw you at the F1 event, man. How you doing? You know, um, can I get you a key? You want to check out the car? You want to look at the P1? Cool. And by the way, Tom O'Gara, who owns the dealership, he has a black P1, and you guys already fucking know. I do want a P1. It's the only one of the only cars I ever owned, and you know what? It's black on black. He wants a little bit too much for it. He wants like one five. Um, they're not going for that much anymore. But, you know, the, the sales dude, I don't know what his name was. Like, hey, man, you want the key? You want to sit in? You want to check it out? And let me say this, okay? Anyone who says people don't change around you after you get some money, they're full of shit or they're just delirious. I'm sorry. They're delusional not delirious, maybe both, okay, and as they should, salesman got to be smart, right, I can't judge, whatever, but you know, it goes both ways, okay, meaning the customer and the client, can't walk in about, I got some money, I'll be this way, like, bro, you only get your fucking feelings hurt, walk into a motherfucking McLaren dealership and try to get the Artura, and you see somebody's buying a speed tail, don't expect to get treated the same way, okay, like, you know, and it, most of the time, you know, people, especially with now, you know, but Bentley, these other dealers, they don't give a fuck if they get canceled. Not saying that they're racist or anything. I'm just they don't give a shit. They don't care. Their demographic don't fucking rely on any of that cancel culture shit. They don't give a fuck. Okay? But don't expect to get the same treatment if you walk into Gucci just because you bought a belt. They ain't grateful for your business and it doesn't matter. Fuck, you know, it doesn't don't try to act all weird because you bought a belt. You got 19 motherfuckers in the store with you chilling. Oh shit, what you going? You gonna get it? Oh, you gonna get them slides? All right, cool. Meanwhile, you got somebody who's ready, you know, he's in there burning down the store with his girl, buying ready to wear, buying all the luggage and shit, accessories and all the way from A to Z, you know, look, they're going to get treated differently, okay? Anyways, all I'm saying is I walked into the McLaren dealership to learn, there's nothing in there that I fucking needed to see, right? Whatever, boom, I walked in there almost waiting for someone to say something slick to me, okay? Even though I was buying a car that day, possibly the cheapest car in the history of their lot. Like, I don't think there's been a car in there that was, you know, $96,000. Highly doubted, okay? But uh, <laughs> I got to stop being petty. Like, I was literally looking, I was like, you know, it's so funny. Is it They got a black lady that works in the front desk now. I was like, really like, oh, well, you know, that's good. I'm sure she must deal with some shit. Well, you know, who knows though? Maybe things have changed. I'm just saying I was waiting for someone to say something slick to me. Like, what? 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 Nah, I'm playing with y'all, man. It's terrible. It's a terrible flaw of mine. It's that I got that Aria Price chip on my shoulder and just fucking, if Aria's listening to the show, she's going to text me, fuck you, Ben. Anyways, that's why I shop online for cars. You know what I'm saying? I don't like walking into dealers unless I'm copping something for sure. And even when I'm, like some of these guys, they know me. A lot of car dealers, a lot of exotic dealers in, across the entire USA, they know me. So, you know, they ain't really going to be like, they're cool. And um, no, I don't think people are going to be like, yo, can you have a bitch? Don't start with that shit, please. But uh, just so you know, you know, when it comes to exotic cars, luxury cars, phantoms like that, maybe Rolls-Royce actually has some, but exotic cars, there are no test drives on exotic cars. I, I'm wrong. They're definitely on a Bentley and a Rolls-Royce, I've gotten some test drives. They let me have the car for the weekend, whatever. But anyways, 
the Hellcat Red Eye is definitely a different type whip, okay? And I was going to grab a Demon. I was looking at one for the last couple of weeks, and uh, I just didn't want to spend 150K for that bitch, you know what I mean? Like, because I know they've gone up here and there, and there's some even going for 200, they tripping, but it's like, I know for a fact I'm not going to have that car for five, six months. It just wasn't like, that's what I was looking for. Look, I wanted a car that I could throw London and Ryder in, right? And just have a cool little low-key car. And it is low-key for what I'm doing, right? And I have even, if I want to have a trip, even though, you know, I drove Nick around it yesterday. She didn't have much to say about it. You know, let's see when she drives it. But, you know, I just needed another five-seater car, right? But the overall handling in this car is so much better than the previous models and the torque yo the the power and force that this car has feels faster than my trackhawk did that's for sure right again we shall see when i get on the open road and i drive over 140 right that will tell me everything i need to know about this hellcat red eye okay but you know until my model s um plaid edition comes in, this is just going to have to do. And I'm not even mad about it at all. I love this fucking car. I am laughing that I'm saying this shit is fucking great. Okay. Actually, I can't even wait to drive this fucking car to the Bay Area, have this bitch through San Francisco, drive this to Oakland, all that shit. I just can't wait. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm actually going to get a fucking radar detector for that shit for sure. Radar jammer, all that shit. Um, Lastly, look, the coolest fucking thing about this experience getting this car, and now I'm going to get one for all my other cars, is... O'Gara Coach sells this Z-plate, or what the fuck it's called. It's a new digital license plate. For those of you who've seen that little thing, let me explain to you. It is a for real, legit license plate. Legal, legit. It is only legal in three states right now. California, Arizona, and one other state. It is a digital license plate for real. It's like, boom. And you can legit run a vanity message you can actually change your plate number. So let's just say, for instance, your plate, your license plate number is 2CUBTTL, right? You could change that shit to BBDTC. If it's available, it is directly connected to the DMV. You could change your actual plate number twice. If you want to do vanity or if you want to do regular shit, there might be a fee for the vanity, but like one of the Rolls Royce had like just a regular license plate. And then she switched the plate from, it was a white plate with black letters. She switched that bitch to black background, white letters. And it said California, December 2021, expiration date, boom, the plate, the tags, all that. The coldest part was on the bottom. It said Rolls Royce is the ultimate luxury. So you already know I'm putting Ben Bar to the chain. You know what I'm saying? Oh, some shit. Shit is crazy. But you could change your plate number twice a month if you want. It immediately registers with the DMV. Um, the cost of the plate is under $700, right? And when you get it, it's free for a year to have that service and everything else all tied in, right? And then after that, it's like five bucks a month, right? It's fucking sick. It is like crazy. I'm literally just gonna, I can't wait to do this shit with uh, my other cars. It's, it's just really, really fucking cool. Anyways, so now, oh boy. Two days ago, when I was busy in my own world picking up my new fucking Hellcat uh, Red Eye, Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the podcast god, a.k.a. the reason why I am behind this mic right now and podcasting, period, okay? As you know, Michael Rappaport's team, the Dust Brothers, you know, uh, they are a majority reason why I am a professional podcaster today, all right? So anyway, sorry, look. Mikey decided to post some spicy DMs that he got from Kevin Durant, okay? It was a heated exchange, verbal text argument, a lot of pussy ass bitch, fuck you, this and that, and fucking fuck your wife, and you a bitch, you a pussy, and I'll fucking punch you in the mouth, I'll spit in your face, all this crazy shit, okay? Look at, let me be completely honest, all right? KD is definitely a little weird, okay? And he's sensitive, wants to get mad at me, fuck it, cool, whatever. All right, but listen, I'm very weird, okay? I just can't imagine being that famous and that talented and worrying about what Mike Rapport has to say. I just be honest with you. And I fuck with rap right here and there, right? 
Don't agree with everything he says, but definitely, you know, I see eye to eye on certain things. I see why he does certain things. At the same time, there's things that we definitely disagree on, like when it comes to police and other shit like that. And some things, you know what I mean? Like, you know, with rap beef, he doesn't want to ever get to the streets, but I'm like, fuck that, bro. Motherfuckers got to get hurt and whatever. But look, Mike Rapport does rile people up, okay? But Katie said some shit that was a little bit out of pocket, all right? And while it might sound like it was warranted, mostly because Mike goes so fucking hard at other people, people are like, yo, you could dish it, but you can't take it. Like, look, all it took was one good poke to drive Kevin mad, all right? And I know, look, they talk crazy to each other, boom, whatever. I said some shit crazy to Kevin here and there in the DMs here and there. The thing is, Kevin talks a lot of shit, all right? There's nothing new. He, you know, he'll do crazy shit. He'll do some fucked up things and piss people off and troll. So I honestly couldn't tell where he was being serious, whether it was 100% or if it was, you know, whatever. But look, now, was this an April Fool's joke? Look, I want to say I'm a betting man and I know, you know what I'm saying? Because look, Dust Brothers are behind the scenes. They got to produce this shit. They got to put shit out. Boom. They're super close to rap. I talk to rap. Katie's my boy. And I guess, look, maybe we'll find out today, right? Or maybe I'll find out by the time this airs. But I highly doubt it. There's nothing that I mean that says that this is something that I would see. Reason being, look, besides me being friends with both of them, not fuck that. No, besides that. Look, once KD posted the Portnoy, I don't even know how to fucking pronounce that dude's name, right? The Portnoy post, Portnoy, whatever, the dude who fucking CEO, with the stool president, what the fuck his name is, about him winning the lawsuit against Rapport, that's when I knew shit was gonna go all bad. Like it was going full bad, bad, and Mike was gonna go 100% bad, bad. But he already did. I'm reading these shits like two hours late, okay? It's no secret that Mike hates Barstool Sports and that Dave Portney and all that shit. And to be honest, look, I don't even know much about that Dave Portney dude, okay? But anyone that rocks with Trump that heavy is nobody I want to associate or kick it with, okay? And there are some things I've seen on their page and, you know, like, it, they have some shit that's sus, right? And a lot of other people don't see it the same way. And cool. Look, I'm not telling you guys to steer one way or the other. I'm sure people who listen to this show are probably big fans of Barstool Sports and cool. It's just that my loyalty lies with Rappaport on this because, you know, when it comes to this battle, you know, Rap got a bad lawsuit going for several years now. Not the one that they, you know, that I guess... The judgment went against him, right? He lost or whatever, or thrown out, whatever the fuck it was. There's other lawsuits that he has, right? That defamation case was just one of a few. And um, again, I'm I'm coming straight down the middle, bro. Okay. You guys have to understand I'm straight down the middle. Hearing just sound bites of the deposition of that dude Dave's against Rap's attorneys, I can see where the judge might have sided with him, okay? But I could also see where it could have went Rap's way as well, all right? Now, where I have to be fully transparent and disagree with Rap in regards to this KD thing, right, is I don't agree with Rap posting the DMs, okay? Now, in my history of screenshots, whatever, boom, I may have posted some joking DMs with friends, who gave full consent, okay? Not a lot, too, just a few here and there. Or might have posted, you know, I, I think I posted, yeah, what? I posted, uh, wasn't Juice World, who was it? It was probably uh, XXXTentacion, right? I posted a screenshot of his. They sent me, he sent me some really, really kind-hearted shit. How he, he said, man, I envy that love you have for your son. I could tell how much you love your kids and all that stuff and everything, right? But anything that's discreet or in anger, some violent shit, of course, in a sexual matter. I don't want to use the word snitch, man, but like, you know what? It's dry snitching, okay? You got it. Them photos got to stay in your photos app, dog. Come on, Mike. Like, I can't rock with that, right? And I'm sure there's a lot of shit you can't, but I'm just saying, a lot of people hit me up to ask my, my opinion, and look, it don't change how I feel. Just saying like, dog, I can't rock with anyone having their privacy violated, all right? So, Kevin Durant commented, I don't know if you saw this because people screenshot it, right? But Kevin Durant commented on Rap's post and he said, yo, what? Really? You tripping like that? Like, look, we talk like this all the time. We've been talking like this for years. Now you want to get serious? And then he deleted that reply. 
But like I said, once he posted that barstool post, that was where I don't even think KD realized he went too far, right? And, you know, he didn't know, you know, he I was where it triggered the bad way, right? And I've seen these dudes go on there and this white boy, some one-minute man dude talking. He's, and I look at he, he's he sounds really good. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Dude is going at rap, going heavy, going hard here and there, boom. And look, you know, when you're a public figure, you're up for critique, okay? Don't know who that dude is, right? He could be somebody big. Would I put some money on the shit and find out who the dude is? Does he have the accolades Mike does? No. Does that warrant what Mike take to talk shit? No. Okay. Can Mike talk shit? Yes, he can. He's done some of the greatest ones. I don't know what is going on with dude or whatever. It's my boy. But I'll tell you that one minute man guy, you know, sometimes you have the dog. Every dog has its day and it's cool. But look, my boy rap, I know for a fact that he's actually owed money. And look at when anyone, I don't give a fuck who you are, is owed money from their employer, shit is no bueno, right? So I can't really speak on the legal system. You know, it's a lot of shit that I'm sure they can't talk about. I think that rap is definitely going to get, I mean, this motherfucker is probably going to end up spending, you know, millions of dollars in legal fees to keep going against rap. And I don't know, hope rap gets his bread. I don't know. It's just a ugly fucking situation. And it ain't even, this is a whole different beat that got entered in. Just happened to be that coincidence is fucking triggered all this shit and everything else. Look, all I care about is I hope these two fools, KD and Mike can just squash this shit, agree to disagree, whatever the fuck it is. They've said what they said to each other and just be cool. All right. If it's an April Fool's joke, I'm going to say some shit to both the motherfuckers. That shit is, I, I hate April Fool's jokes. Be like, oh, you're like, but I like joking here and there. Do all that shit on every other day but April Fool's. Okay. All right. I love rap. I like KD, but I hate all that culture vulture narrative that's going on behind rap's name. Let me tell you something. That is one thing that Michael Rapport is 1000% absolutely not. Okay. That is 100 million billion fucking percent. Now, look, Mike is definitely a proud Jew and everything else, but that motherfucker is as fair as it gets. If anything, he is really, really, really supportive of the underdog, of the under race, of everything. That motherfucker ain't stealing from nobody's culture. He is a solid dude, and I rock with my man. Anyways, that shit got the internet talking, and uh, damn, yo, with all that, look, it's time for a Lakey Lake breaky break. All right, we'll be right back with more BTB. As anyone knows who uh, watches the news or scrolls down their Instagram timeline or Twitter timeline, and if you have any Asian friends, then you know that there have been more attacks against Asians. A 65-year-old Filipino lady was getting beaten up by this fucking uh, punk bitch-ass fucking dude, black dude from the Bronx, some shit, whatever. And he apparently had uh, killed his mom, was in jail, got out, did all this shit, whatever. He got arrested. But look, definitely a lot of this shit I'm seeing dudes get attacked on the subway and the shit's being highlighted. And as I've said, look, we are, Asians are very resilient and all I'm saying is it's going to take one person. One person is going to fight back. And it's, I'm telling you, one of these dudes, white, Persian, black, fucking Mexican, Latin, whatever, is going to catch a bad one from one of my peoples. And then it's going to be on some other shit, right? And then we're going to be the bad guys. Look, y'all need to chill the fuck out. Okay. I've said what I said about it. I think that there's other things that have been going on. There's enough talk about it. I don't need to say about whatever. Boom. I've said enough to say what I need to say. Okay. Because there's a lot of fucking weird, weird, weird boundaries on this shit. And uh, I just know that I'm not letting, it ain't going to happen. Oh, you never know. Fuck that. I will dedicate the rest of my life. Stop podcast. Stop everything. I will put all my energy in fucking whoever want to step that route. They don't know me. They do know me. Whatever the motherfucker be. I have bread, all right? And I will use that savings, that crypto, the fucking kids trust fund to motherfucking do the Korean Liam Neeson shit and use my special talents to fucking end somebody and their family tree, family name, all the above, all right? Of course, it got me hot, but I'm just saying, this shit is just really crazy. And, you know, 
people crack me up when they sit there like, oh man, you don't want to say something or, you know, boom. Or it's like the same shit. Why didn't motherfuckers jump in? You motherfuckers are quick to tell me, oh, why you hating on Jay Mazzini, man? Why, why, it ain't your business. Okay. But that's the same motherfuckers that don't say shit when you see a lady getting beat up on the street. Man, fuck that shit. Yeah, you might risk getting your ass kicked, whatever. Do something, motherfucker. Back to Asian people. The fetishizing of Asian women has got to stop. I have talked about this low-key for decades. For like two decades, I felt this way, okay? Even like in the motherfucking mid-early 90s, I was talking about this, okay? For any of you guys who were on MySpace back in the heyday, and I'm talking like 2004 to 2008, okay? Then you know who Tom is from MySpace, okay? Now, by random coincidence again, and that's why I am the Forrest Gump of hip-hop, but Forrest Gump of just pop culture, right? One of my classmates from elementary school, Colin, not a rich kid, none of that shit, anything, whatever. I've known Colin since second grade, and Colin was one of the co-founders of MySpace. He was one of the four guys that co-founded MySpace with Tom, okay? Totally fucking random, and I think Colin is probably not aware of the things that I'm about to say in this rant about Tom. Okay, so let me begin. Fuck Tom Anderson. Goofy, cornball ass, right? I don't give a fuck how much fake philanthropy or charities that he gets involved in, if he has any. Don't know if he does. Trying to be a talk. Fuck that goofball, right? He is the worst, okay? The absolute most biggest piece of shit Asian girl fetishizing white boy I've ever met in my lifetime, right? His obsession with Asian women on some geisha girl shit is creepy as fuck. It is the also the strongest obsession I have ever seen of anyone. And I've interacted with millions of people. Like, he is a freak, bro. He is creepy as a, as a mother. He is a fucking, he really is a predator, Okay. And not at a level of Jeffrey Epstein, but you're talking about someone who's the worst ever. And you got to understand, like, you could be 10 times not as bad as Jeffrey Epstein and still be horrible, right? But let's just say a story were to come out later next week, two years, five years, who knows? If a story were to come out about Tom from MySpace, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Okay, he dated a few girls that I know. He actually dated one chick for a couple years. This chick, I don't want to say her name. I was thinking about saying her name, but they lived together and everything. And of course, all these girls were Asian, right? And this guy would treat these girls like they were the help, like real shit, treated them like they were fucking pets. Nah, I ain't rocking with none of that shit, okay? He would only frequent the Asian clubs and like from OC to fucking Koreatown, all that shit. Look, what I mean is he only prayed on Asian women, okay? Again, biggest dirtbag, fake, humble, cocksucker. The biggest I ever met, okay? And if he has anything to say, I'm all ears. Listen, I will slap the mayonnaise out of that motherfucker, okay? I will slap the fucking Hollister shorts off that bitch motherfucker, all right? Like, I'm just, that's it. Just had to say this shit because I'm sick of that fetishizing shit. Man, this is some fucking other shit, Right. Now, another dumb fuck, except this one is Korean, okay? Actually, you know what? She wins dumb fuck of the week, hands down, okay? Her name is Siri Kim, S-E-R-Y. Maybe it's Siri. For, I don't give a fuck what that bitch's name is, okay? She happens to be a congresswoman from Texas. Of course, she's a Republican, fucking super far right, married to a Marine, right? Caucasian dude, of course, right? And this is what she said yesterday about Chinese immigrants. I don't want them here at all. They steal our intellectual property. They give us coronavirus. They don't hold themselves accountable. And quite frankly, I could say this because I'm Korean. No, no, no. You dumb cunt, whore, sellout, shibaseki, dumbass, bitch. No, you can't say that, okay? I want you to, to some people, just visualize this, okay? She lives in fucking Arlington, Texas. She 
looks as Asian as motherfucking Margaret Cho. Listen, imagine what them redneck Southern hicks say behind her back, okay? Them peckwood ass, jelly sandwiches in the back pocket, tough skin wearing, shit kicking people. Could you imagine? And she's enabling that, okay? You are a fucking disgrace to Koreans, all right? This is the type of shit that white supremacists love to see. And this bitch gotta be insane, okay? She's definitely programmed. And honestly, she's probably used to her, you know, this girl definitely used her yellow skin card to get where she is, okay, today. And you take it for whatever the fuck it means. If that's what you think it is, cool. But she flipped it all the way and reversed it. Let me tell you something, bitch. You are uninvited to the Kogi cheap. Like, you are uninvited from... Bitch, you... Like, how, what? What? Like, bitch, your last name is Kim, too? Like, oh, man. Like, where are your parents? Like, I, I refuse to believe this bitch is 100%. Look, I refuse to believe she is pure Hanguk blood Korean. It's just a fucking shame. That bitch Siri Kim or some shit, the fuck her name. She wins dumb fuck of the week for sure. All right. Now, let me get into happy mode. Saw this movie, this documentary called Sea Spiracy about the conspiracy about the ocean and the future of seafood and how fish and turtles are dying and how these turtles are becoming, some of them becoming very extinct. And everyone for the longest time has given shit. Some of my boy, he's actually. He um, had a documentary, one of the most famous documentaries called Blackfish. Okay, great dude, Brooke. Love this guy. From Colorado. Don't mind him being from Colorado, right? Great fucking guy. Very, very, very decent human being. Okay. But everyone, including him for the longest time, thought that all this shit that was going on with the birds and fucking anything in the fucking ocean thought they were dying because of plastic straws. Okay. They thought that that was plastic straws. This movie debunks that straight up, okay? It wasn't no motherfucking plastic straws that was killed. That, that's, it's not plastic straws that are even in the fucking one percentile of killing these sea animals, okay? So I want my plastic straws back, you fucking San Francisco cocksucker motherfuckers in the entire 415 area code. In fact, it's a 5102 East Bay. I want my plastic straws back at all. McDonald's has them paper straws that dissolve. It fucking tastes like shit. I want that shit back ASAP, motherfuckers. Okay? Now, back to Seaspiracy. I'm not going to tell you guys what the cause or the leading cause of what is killing these animals and these fish. Because I want you guys to watch the doc. Okay? It's fucking good. There's so much information that you need to know about what's going on with seafood and the killing of the sea animals. And it's just crazy good info. Crazy sad, crazy eye-opening. Definitely watch Seaspiracy. It is on Netflix. So who the fuck doesn't have Netflix? Some people be like, oh, we don't know that. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear no sad stories from nobody. I don't give a fuck. Work harder. Fuck that shit. Okay. Um... I watched uh, the King Kong versus Godzilla movie, which just came out uh, last night, yesterday, on HBO Max, the same day as the theaters, and it, it was pretty good. It was, I was like, some shit I couldn't. I was like, all right, cool, you know. It was good. I mean, maybe I again, it was. I watched it with my kids, and I'm like listening to my wife complain about some shit, right, whatever. But the final battle scene was pretty gnarly. Okay. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you, the shit was violent, the motherfucker. And maybe even a little too raw for my kids, right? Like, London's almost nine, but yo, they loved it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'd give it a motherfucking six, seven, who knows? Uh, um, I need to get fucking Jordan Winter on the show, one half of the Dust Brothers, because he's just great at, he's actually, Jordan is a fucking brilliant fucking guy. This guy's a fucking, he's one of the rare people on the earth. Anyways, as far as entertainment and shit like that, my top pick for this week is a show I found on Hulu. Could be on some other shit, HBO, I mean, NBC or some shit. Whatever. All I know is on Hulu, okay? It's called The Con. It's hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. And of course, this shit spotlights con artists and exposes them and their stories. Look, like Billy from Firefest 
And then there's episode I've been watching this episode about this fake Saudi prince who tried to scam people in Miami and try to buy a hotel. Like this shit is fucking fascinating. I can't wait to watch. I hope there's more episodes and a bunch of shit. Look, I look at definitely check out the con on Hulu. That is definitely something to watch. Um, ladies and gentlemen, BTB Army, everyone out there who supports BBDTC, thank you to everyone who bought my Kershaw Project 70 autos. That was by far the fastest sellout I've ever had. Like that was around 30 seconds. That brought me back to like the first time I dropped autos. Like that shit was crazy. And um, speaking of the Dodgers, today is opening day in Colorado where the Rockies play, where the Dodgers are playing the Rockies, but the actual opening day for Dodger Stadium is next Friday, April 9th, and I will not be here. I will be on the road in my RV on an eight-day trip, the longest we've ever gone and the furthest we've ever gone with my family, enjoying our vacation, but I really want to know, uh, no offense to the Dodgers, right? I really want to know. When is the Staples Center going to let people in, right? Like, I'm like dying to get my motherfucking refund for my Lakers tickets. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to hit that orange zone on Monday officially, like this weekend, but Monday's supposed to go effective then. Orange zone's supposed to open shit up a lot more. I mean, I don't know what, you know, whatever. I mean, things are kind of, you know, it's just masks, right? It's kind of, I was at the mall yesterday and like, look, speaking of my Lake show, Andre Drummond, made his debut last night against the Bucks, and he did good. We hung in there for the first half, you know what I'm saying? That just fell apart, right? Like, he's solid as fuck, defense, big dude. We needed this big man presence, like another one, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we got Trez and everything, but like, look, we needed this dude on the squad. He's a solid piece, right? It's just that we lack a fully sound team currently, right? Like, who's my dog? You are so fucking hot and cold and wishy-washy. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on, right? We just, you know, of course we're missing LeBron and, and AD, but look, I wish we could figure out what to do without them. We win a couple games, you know what I'm saying, get some bullshit-ass teams, but look, we have a decent squad. Sans, Braun, and AD, we got a good squad. You know what I'm saying? So we should be able to figure this shit out, but AD and Braun should be back soon, and we'll see, you know, how um, AD, Andre Drummond, part, oh, AD part two, right? AD two. We'll see how he meshes in with the purple and gold. And uh, look, man, just, you know, I want these playoffs to happen. Meanwhile, you know what, man? Whoever runs that Milwaukee Bucks Twitter page, it'd be talking crazy shit, right? Like, go really going kind of hard. Like, more like, okay, that, that's where we're at now, which is fine. Cool. So I can't wait to go hard on them during the playoffs. And you guys know, when I go hard, I go Tesla rocket level. I don't go on old Cialis levels, Okay. You know what? I was just going to talk about that Stephen A shit with Russell Whipple. You know, I'm just going to get into that shit, man. It's just fucked up the way that Russ gets done and everything, right? You already know I fuck with Russ uh, Westbrook. Anyways, on some sexist shit, right? Not really, but really, you know, I'm just saying, look, it took a long time for most men to accept women in rap, okay? But not me. I rock with Roxanne Shantae, like, immediately. Queen Latifah, MC Light, like, I rock with them heavy, okay? Love watching women's tennis when I was younger, could watch women's golf, right? But there is a reason there are no women's pro football, okay? There's a reason there is no women's NFL league or WNFL, ain't gonna happen, okay? And to be honest, early on in high school, watching Lisa Leslie score 100 points in high school, boom. Look, sidebar, if you guys didn't know, my mom went to Beverly Hills High School uh, for two years. We were in the same league as Inglewood High, Okay, so I got to watch, you know, her play through high, whatever. I was not impressed. Got to see her play as a Trojan, but whatever. Not discredit, just saying. Where fucking the people are now, whole different level of skill level, okay? So when they say like, oh, boom, Will Chamberlain, blah, blah. No, motherfuckers was doing their thing. Just like I can say Michael Jordan can play in today's game. I could say Kobe can play in today's game. I could say Magic Johnson would own shit in today's game. I can't say Lisa Leslie would own shit in today's game with WNBA games. Okay, I just the early WNBA games I couldn't even get into. I remember the first play. I think she tried to dunk or someone else, and she got hung. And I said that sums up WNBA. But look, I'm glad they're around. Gets the game more popular. But bottom line is, I watched a bit of women's NCAA games this past week. Saw that Stanford game. Saw that fucking um, the fuck was it? Was it fucking uh, was it UConn? I forgot what it was. Look, 
The shit was exciting. Goddamn. I got to say, it's gotten a hell of a lot better. And I must have missed out on a ton. Of course I did. But I don't even watch men's college basketball. Right? But the shit was always like, fuck, let me watch this shit. That shit has changed. Okay? In fact, this year, due to just whatever, you know, I used to be heavy in a tournament, March Madness, all that shit. I've been casually watching this year's tourney, right? But then heavily since the Sweet 16 and way more, it's been maybe 15 years since I've really got into it, right? And of course, I'm betting on the games, right? But let me say, look, I can't believe how legit of a coach Juwan Howard has been for Michigan. Like, I'm, I'm bugged out, right? And that ain't an easy thing to transition into, you know, unless you're really, like, you got that real coach sauce. Like, I don't know, man. But look, UCLA took them out. And I'm hyped to see Ukla in the Final Four. You know what I'm saying? That A-clap. I'm not hyped to see the motherfuckers partying and praying in the fucking Westwood because that ain't far from where I'm at. And that shit got me like, come on, man. Don't be stupid. All right? But uh, let me ask you guys, who do you guys got? What do you guys think? Who do you, who's going to win it all? Right? I think UCLA could pull off the major upset, right? But if I'm betting on the safe bet, you know, my money's on Gonzaga. Now, uh, my bro, Norton, a.k.a. FaZe Rain, came by the Million Dollar Man Cave yesterday to drop off the brand new FaZe Clan 1000% Bear Brick, which isn't even out yet, okay? And it's good to see my little bro, but um, he's definitely still in bad shape. You know, he's still in a wheelchair. He can't walk. I didn't ask how much longer he's going to be in that shit. So, you know, look, he looked healthy. He's sober, like seven, eight months now. So that put a big smile on my face. Yo, Norton, if you're listening, I love you. I always got your back, little homie. Phase up. Thank you for that motherfucking bear brick. That shit was dope. Um, look, before we leave the show, let's talk about TikTok, right? I was wrong about it, Okay. Am I addicted to the app? No, absolutely fucking not, okay? But look, once again, for some of you people, oh, how come he doesn't have this, blah, blah, whatever. Look, some dickhead has been sending DMs to girls, and not just any girl. Like, all these girls have huge asses, bigger than Kim K asses, right? Pretending to be moi, okay? He's using a Ben Baller, like, or the Ben Baller at gmail.com email account, Girls are screenshot to me. Is this really you? Blah, blah. Are you really to give me a modeling job and all this other shit? I don't fucking know. So I had to stop that shit. I didn't even know you could send DMs on fucking TikTok. Because I didn't know shit about the app. I really knew nothing. Okay. My kids fuck with the heavy. Didn't know anything. All right. So my boy Paul, aka PCG Sports, he got my name back. Because there was I was Ben Baller42. He got my Ben Baller name back. Got that clown out of there. And then my boy Alan got me verified. So, you know, got like what? 1,500 followers, you know what I'm saying? So I attempted to try to make some of these TikTok-style videos where I don't understand what the fuck is a split or share duo, dual, duet, or the fuck it's called. But look, I just don't get it, okay? And honestly, Kaya knows everything about TikTok. She's way more fluent in TikTok. And she's like, in fact, as far as a phone goes, she's more advanced than everything. You know, nah, London's pretty serious, right? But even London has more followers than I do on fucking TikTok, okay? So if you got TikTok, follow your boy at Ben Baller, of course, you know what I'm saying? Um, the app does make me feel old. Another thing I didn't know is I never knew that you could actually make money. Like, of course you can make money from, you know, trying to do fucking sponsored. I'm not talking about like actually TikTok itself has a fund for its creators to legit get paid. So if you get a viral video or if you get, I think you have to have over 100,000 followers, you really can make some legit money. So me saying that the app was trash, I was wrong. Look, I had no idea how fucking popular. This shit is so popular. It's crazy. But I found some helpful videos. I'm like laughing. All right. Like shit, I was, again, I was wrong. All right. I found some MacBook hacks, some iPhone hacks to have my AirPods louder and a couple other things like double tap on the back of the phone. Like who knows? Look, I don't see myself getting heavy into the app and doing dancing and all that shit. Try to make some cool shit. I don't know. My boy John Mayer has gone all the way fucking crazy. And John don't follow that many people. He follows me on that motherfucker now. He's made tons of videos. He's tripping. But I also don't see myself getting a ton of followers. I see myself getting, you know, five figures. Maybe, maybe six figures by, you know, end of summer. Who fucking knows? I don't have any aspirations of becoming huge on TikTok, okay? But 
the whole purpose of it is to get my name back because that shit is important to me. So, uh, yeah. And with that said, guys, um, I'm actually getting really scared of my phone. Put it in context. I'm getting so many texts and calls. This ain't a brag. This is like, it's a problem, okay? That it's now finally giving me anxiety. Anytime my phone rings, I'm anxious. I get like weird. I just feel weird. And I don't give a shit. Like, you know, but it's just, they go off all the time, right? And it's, sometimes it's a home you just want to, and it just sucks because some people just generally want to reach out and say hi. I know the people who are trying to, you know, hit me for bullshit and they just don't get answered. But there are new people here and there. So sadly, it's like, look, I think it's time for my phone to be on 100% do not disturb mode, right? And I think I'm going to start using my burner Verizon phone account as my main. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's just, I got a lot of weird energy and a lot of things I've been thinking about, just weird shit. But um, I got guys who want to do biz with me and they got long bread, but I'm just, I just ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm just so overwhelmed that anytime someone new comes in my life, it's like, I have to figure out how to squeeze them in. And it's just, it's just, I, I end up canceling things with these new people. It just doesn't work. You don't get it. So be like, oh man, you don't realize this. Like, bro, like I got everything I need. So like, it's like you keep wanting to upgrade girls. And they're like, yo, no, you found your wife. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no, it's a similar thing with money, you know, but it's very rare that someone is in a position to where they could turn down money. Okay. So I'm very blessed and grateful to the position that I'm in today and, and to be in this position. But I'm just saying, it's just my phone is starting to get me real fucking anxiety. You know what I'm saying? And Hopefully we can solve that and I can go full iPad soon. But look, anyways, happy April Fool's Day. This is not a joke, but please check your emails if you are on the bbdtc.com mailing list or if you bought anything from that website because uh, I am going to be sending out a private link to cops on my gold products just in case you missed out on some of them because I have some of my own personal stash. And on the weekend wrap-up episode, I'll shout the link out on here exclusively for BTB members only. And also, not a joke, I'm going to start giving out bigger shit, like ridiculous giveaways again, and all tied to my Project 70 cards, so stay tuned, okay? That $20 card could win you $10,000, it could win you $20,000. I'm not fucking around, going to be doing more of that, all right? That's it, y'all. The Korean John Cusack is signing off. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you back on Monday for the weekend wrap-up. Yo, Lakey, take us out of here, bro. Peace.